0: And welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. There ain't know John here. Hey, now. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, it's Santa Santa's Bert. here. It's Santa
1: Claus. I've got the girth and I've got the Christmas afterbirth. That's right. Oh. Two delicious gifts for my main men. And oh. a fun, uh, fast break breakfast fun fact. Although I often play the heel on this podcast, I'm the only one of us that's a good person and buys his friends gifts. I don't believe in capitalism. You did <laughs>
0: just for the first time refer to a present as afterbirth.
1: Yeah, hey, never experienced that before. I was, uh, looking for a rhyme and uh, failing. Nothing like the All right, holy uh, placenta. Uh, so let's, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let Chuck go first since he's the youngest.
0: All right, okay. so we're unwrapping presents on an audio
2: format. Yeah, All right. it's good. Ooh! I get uh, John's used. No, oh, it's, it's not. new. Okay. John, <laughs> he gave me a uh, a Nuggets scarf. I now have three NBA scarves: two for Memphis and one for the Denver. Nuggets. Don't act
1: like you aren't admiring my Nuggets scarf. I do love that Nuggets scarf. Keep, I, keep digging that bag. And I think you, John, and you felt are bad. looking for a new team. I am. It <laughs> be
2: a bandwagon. Oh, I'm uh, not. The Heat are the best team ever. And I also got an NBA hoops. Uh, playing card pack let's see what's in it hold on let's let keith go
1: first, oh, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll all
2: have a moment together well i'm i'm
0: unwrapping my bag which is much smaller
2: than chuck's up oh. i'm pulling out don't compare sizes oh this is now the keith is the secret drunk of the podcast yeah uh, so. low key drunker
0: than all of us <laughs> i did feel offended that itunes review where it was like it feels weird listening to two guys two alcoholics talk on a thing i'm like well who's Who's like waiting. I, What about me? Technically, I'm just got him, I, Keith. Just because I don't spray my business all over the internet. Right. You're, you're functional. Uh, this is a Denver Nuggets flask. Much like Chuck has three NBA team scarves, this is my second NBA team flask. Is it really? What's got, the other one? I, I already have a Memphis Grizzlies flask, uh, which is great as I'm getting rid of all my Grizzlies gear.
1: Yep. It's <laughs> this, time to
0: adopt this Nuggets flask. The Twitterati will, team, will, boys. Will Are we fill in nicely. And I also have a pack. Of Skybox
1: basketball cards. 92 edition. S- so does John Burr. Should we open these now? I got or? some inaugural editions. Yeah, let's see if we got anything good. All right. Oh, uh, we need to fill some airspace, though, don't we? Oh, there's the sound. Remember this? Is there any bubble gum in here? So good. Mm-hmm. Is there any bubble gum in here? I hope. All right, boys. Oh, you're going to have a hard time topping this one. John- Sidney
0: Lowe. Sidney Lowe. <laughs> the, one of the worst coaches in Grizzlies history. Yes, sir. But that's a player's card. I would card. say
1: the worst coach in Grizzlies history.
0: Uh, if you ask the Grizzlies beat writer Ron Tillery, he says it's Dave Yeager for being a snake. Mm.
1: Antoine Carr. Oh, Ooh. not bad. Ooh. Amazing spot-up shooter Dale Ellis. Deal. This box is on fire. Eddie Lee Wilkins, I don't know who that is. That's uh, a first miss. Swing and a miss. Rob Higgins, who are you? The Natalie, but quaffed, but beautifully attired. Bill Hankins, Bill Hanslick, Bill Hanslick. Oh yeah, I'm aware of that. Name. Oh, that nice. The mailman, Cal alone, Say, well, that's a good my, one.
2: Save that one. Don't bend it.
1: All kind of hail up there, but my pa- my pack
2: is full of amazing stars. What do we got? Chuck I got Dennis Rodman. Oh, David Re- uh, Pistons. Dennis Rodman. Steven's a player of the year. Dennis, Rodman. the Admiral. David Robinson. Is that a rookie card? It looks like it. No, it's his oh. fourth year in. Uh, Kevin Johnson. Wow. Adrian Dantley. Tom Hamm- Hammonds. Our first. Oh, he was a, a miss. NBA announcer, right? Jerry Reynolds, who looks who looks emaciated. Chuck Daly, Rod, older than God, Strickland. <laughs> Another Dale Ellis. Vinny the microwave Johnson. <laughs> Woo! Big boy games. Dick Versace. Oh, Come nice. <laughs> uh, I got some good. I got
1: Clay's dad over here. Michael <laughs> Thompson showing up. Kenny Skywalker, and this is my favorite. Make sure you get this. Akim Olajuwon, old spelling. Wow. Mm. That's what the A, boys. These are really, really good. And I got a good old
2: Nick Wilkins. Holy crap. Dominique Wilkins' first name, what is it? I don't know. His government name. It's on the back of this card. (laughs) Adolph. Jacques. Whoa. Jacques Dominique? Jacques Dominique Wilkins. Well, I I
0: I will pull mine out and just run through the good ones. Oh, a Joe Dumars off the bat. A Danny Manning. Not bad. Craig Hodges, all-star. Byron Scott, got 100 retweets about you yesterday. <laughs> Ty Corbin in a back-to-back coaching uh, slam dunk. <laughs> Kevin Gamble, never nervous purpose. Michael Jordan, great moments in the finals. That's a real one. couple guys I've never heard of. And Ricky Pierce. Thanks, John. Hey, now. Actually, continuing the love. When I returned home from my Memphis Grizzlies trip this weekend, oh God. Santa had snuck into my home <laughs> and left presents. Actually, the clue it was not Santa. My name was misspelled. <laughs> Shout out power listener Jamie Holland, spelling my name K-I-E-T-H. Wow. So uh, he got myself. What do we got here? We got Brent Berry Stance Socks. Woo. He didn't even know I was interviewing Brent Berry yesterday, so Ooh. thank you for that. Now we got one. We got one for John Burr.
1: Hit me. What We got. Oh, that's right, Larry Bird. Larry, Larry Bird. Legend.
0: Larry Bird. Stan socks. One for Chuck.
2: Who I got here?
1: Oh, I know who that is. Chuck. You got tears
0: in your eyes. I got that's Chris Christopher Boshua Bear. Chris Bosch socks for Chuck. Uh,
2: oh, and a, and a D Wade. You got uh, a D Wade. Two, two different. Oh, players. they're different ones. I got a Wade and a Bosch.
1: That's oh, next level. That is next level.
0: Those are Heat teammates
2: for life. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, wh- hold on.
1: I have some Derrick Rose socks. I'm just waiting to give a uh, power listener when they uh, win some sort of Patreon are contest. Are they like
2: orthopedic socks? That, like, they are so sad. <laughs> they help you with they circulation so, during an injury. are so, sad.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was great. That was a very a Merry Christmas. And just like my family did it, Christmas before breakfast. That's
1: right. Open the presents. So, gentlemen, did we have breakfast? I took a page out of Chuck's book. I was stuck in an airport where everything was closed except for two options. And only two options. I had in my hand some kind of terrible salad, like going through the Hudson News thing. Yeah, and then I saw like a Cobb salad. Uh, so and bad. Then cubes of ham. I saw from afar the king of burgers, Chuck. And you know what oh. I got? Uh, did you,
0: did you I didn't your, go breakfast. Have it your way,
1: classic chicken sandwich.
2: The OCS original the, chicken sandwich. The oblong. Yeah, the long. Chicken. I looked at that crispy one. No, 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 no. They nah, have
1: nah, a chicken cordon on blue sandwich now. They have a varietal CCB CCB of chicken sandwiches. It yeah. was out of control. I actually
2: prefer the chicken at Burger King over the chicken from most places, except for Long John Silver's, which has great chicken planks.
1: Do it, the It's weird because it's texturally mealy, but still tasty.
2: It's just got weird. It's just got like weird, like umami flavors that I enjoy. Do
0: the Burger King employees use like an acronym system when uh, yelling out orders?
2: Yeah, it's we got a, a CCB. No, it's a OCS on With the BW. screen. TCB on some CCB. If you order an original chicken sandwich, it says OCS. From our Patreon only
0: Slack chat, they were talking about the Nashville being awarded an MLS franchise, which yeah. is pretty exciting. Uh, hopefully the MLS is not a Ponzi scheme. But the, it's probably going to be the Nashville SC, you know, just mm. soccer club. Right. But th- then you get nervous. What if they name it? Something weird. Yeah. And then the first suggestion was probably what they will name it, uh, the Nashville hot chicken yeah but then i thought at least you could make that like the nashville shc <laughs> national soccer hot chicken that's no, not as bad
2: no it's still bad if we it's if, if our if a mascot is hot chicken we're gonna have to it's gonna out be hot system. chicken oh, okay. wrap your brain around it i can't
0: do it it's it's gonna be done my breakfast in the holiday season i had a large cup of
2: boiled custard fills up the stomach what are you doing that's an, that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Oh. Hot custard; those two words together just make me boiled custard. Boiled, boiled. Custard. boiled. But it's not that, hot. But it's cold. not hot. That's it's a midwestern cold. delight. But Chuck. see, it, it it does invoke heat, and heated custard to me just sounds ugh. You're a frozen like,
1: custard man. It's like a Freddy's frozen. Yeah, custard? I love
2: frozen custard. I do. I do the custard game. But boi- when you say boiled custard, it just invokes a you know cringe-inducing. Thought. I
0: don't like the flavor of eggnog as much, which is it's you know. Kissin' Cousin. Right. They're pretty much the same thing. Same consistency. Right. Same idea. Yeah. Both, you know, could use a kick of brandy. Wouldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I just, you know, I drink my coffee. And then, you know, about an hour later, got a little grumble in the tummy, ready for some food. You know what? I'm going to quell that. About a, you know, half quart. What do they call those? A pint?
1: A pint. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that was laughs> a Give me a pint of custard. What NBA team is that going to be like the, the food du jour? The Canton, Ohio... Bobcats. Mm. (laughs) That'd be a good food for for an Ohioan team. For like just
2: like a a basic, like triple A or single A Westchester
1: County, Pennsylvania. Yeah,
2: the Lancaster (laughs) (laughs) Lancaster Witnesses. (laughs) (laughs) Boiled custards.
0: (laughs) Chuck, what'd you have for breakfast?
2: Uh, As seen on our Patreon only uh, video, breakfast video that we release. Uh, I had horrifying, it was a event horrifying.
0: horizon level horror
2: it video. Was, uh, I decided to get uh, creative. With a child looking on. And I invented <laughs> a sandwich today. Uh, it is equal parts filet fish and Egg McMuffin. It is the filet <laughs> fish <gasps> uh, And I basically just took a, a Filet-O-Fish, opened it up, and put a Egg McMuffin inside and then ate it. It had all the flavors you want, uh, <laughs> yeah. all the flavors you'd expect, mostly tartar sauce. But it worked. A lot of MSG cheese.
1: and yeah. cholesterol.
2: It made it made my stomach uh, staggering. A little uncomfortable. It is
1: upsetting. I'm probably we apologize to...
0: to all those who give us money to see these videos.
1: Yeah. And it's, that's what they What is the first doing? time we're going to have to like put the uh, the like the HBO warning NSFW, yeah. <clears throat> Not safe for work. Usually guys. you're usually waiting for that in. No, not this that's time. That's TVM, bro. Not safe,
2: filet. NC-17. rap But yeah, I went into it, and I'm probably, I'm a little distant It right was now. the
1: opposite of food porn. Well, <laughs> it was food torture porn. <laughs> food,
0: I think that's a good segue film segue into our breakfast in bed apologies. After our breakfast, we move into our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong in any previous episode. Does anyone have anything... They need to apologize for.
2: Um, I'm sorry, you guys, but it's been a long time. i watching basketball for some time, and, and if you follow the show, you know that my favorite movie and the only one I've pretty much ever seen is Goodfellas. And uh, I I do love nostalgia in basketball. The other day, I was watching the uh, 2000 uh, game seven Lakers and Blazers um, with one of the more iconic Lithuanian players of all time, Vitas Sabonis. And he looks. Arvitus. That's I'll, I'll allow it.
1: Well, that, that's interesting. What is it? Arvitas. Well, Arvitus. 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 Arvi- whatever, dude. He's not
0: your it's, Vitus. He's not my Vitas. He's our Vitas. <laughs> Shout out, Sports Center.
1: Uh,
2: but Sabonis was a. Uh, a f- Basically, looks just like Ray Liotta. And how did I not notice? this? I don't know how we did.
0: He's Ray Liotta if you uh, like use an air pump. Yeah, you pump him up to about super deformed Ray Liotta. three times the size. <laughs> it's
2: like, yeah, he's like the trauma. He's a, a balloon movies of, of... Ray Liotta.
1: But, do you think like when he would pass it to Terry Porter and he missed a wide open through he would go, Terry, why did you do that? That was all we had. Uh,
2: and then I was Googling some more. He does look explicitly in his Hall of Fame induction because he was uh, inducted to the Hall of Fame. Looks exactly like Tony Soprano. It's yeah, in a black suit. It, it, the look?
0: camera is, like, right above his his brow his, like brow. his brow's down, so he's looking up. It does look exactly like <laughs> he uh, looks just you think like you ever looked Gandalfini. over
1: to Kevin Duckworth and was like, you're a funny guy. Funny <laughs> <laughs> how? I can't do the uh, Leota laugh. It's so terrifying. <laughs> it's my laugh, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, one, one last question, Chuck. Do you ever think he just, like, ever... Pistol-whipped Clyde Drexler? <laughs> 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 I'm not sure, but that that is... When you posted that in our Patreon-only Slack, I, was I like, stopped, dropped, and rolled. Mm. I was on fire I d- with I d- knowledge. I think we
0: can match up. There's, like, a perfect... If you find a late career Leota with late basketball-playing career Sabonis. So I feel like we were... St- the timelines we were getting the of, these, of these doppelganger matchups weren't weren't quite right. Yeah. Are we, like, post-Copeland re- le- Yeah, here? like mm-hmm. Leota and Narc...
1: Right. Oh, has uh, Lyoto Narc is like Arvidus like right before he went in to get knee replacements. Ha-
0: has Arvidus mm-hmm. ever done a full goatee? Because that that would, that would
2: make he it has work. a be- he does have a full goatee. Currently. How beautiful
1: is Arvidas Sabonus's wife? That his son son is a pretty good looking guy He's and not an acromegaly monster <laughs> like Arvidus Sabonus. He's
2: married to a super beautiful woman in the world. She's got to be incredible. Well,
1: on that
0: note, I will move to my apology. I'm going to apologize to kind of NBA Twitter punching bag, Jeff Green. Ugh. The Cavs are incredible. I don't know. that apology
1: even, has an expiration date.
0: I don't even know what they're up to. Like they've won 18 of 19 or 17 of 18 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Jeff Green has actually figured out how to be an eighth band to figure, to fill in his role, just fill the sidelines Catch the ball, dunk when he has an opportunity, attack mismatches when he has a chance. He's shooting over 50%. Unreal. He's just being efficient. He's just playing his role. This, oh, he should just be the fifth starter, or he could be a sixth man, but he always stopped the ball, or he was maybe the talent around him wasn't good enough, so maybe it's just being around such good players.
1: Who knew playing as a slasher next to LeBron James could be so beneficial?
0: But we made jokes, John. We did. That it wouldn't work out because, you know, like the Cavs picking up, Derek Rose and Jeff Green, well, Derek Rose has quit playing, and Jeff Green has assimilated himself into the LeBron Borg, and they're really good, yeah. and Jeff Green, I apologize
1: for being the butt of so many just lazy jokes. I am LeBronis of Borg. You will respond to my questions.
2: They, Le- LeBronicus. They do seem uh, to have a defensive lineup that works with uh, Fry and Green and LeBron and Wade uh corver for some reason works which is crazy there. the names you just listed right but that that uh lineup has a, a 90 defensive rating together um real good and a 117 offensive rating at 62 percent true shooting so that lineup if they can piece together a little bit of defense for stops when they need it in the playoffs that that could get them through um you know a few games with the warriors And Lil zeke's coming. He said yeah. although
0: sources say. Although uh Isaiah Thomas tweeted after that sources say <laughs> April kind of a thing <laughs> where he was like, Anytime sources say, I guess we call this real news or yeah. something. So maybe
1: no, I, he's, l- he's he's, he's, getting too, he's grumpy.
2: warming up before games. He's looking you know, he's taking jump shots. So I'm hump hopefully he comes back soon.
1: Well, I gotta go to the other coast. Last week I said that the only teams the Grizzlies should be favored over at home are I think I said the Suns and the Lakers the Lakers do not belong in this camp. Wow, that's I what don't I care said, if the good. Lakers... I was doing it because, you know, all the flying, you know. I don't care if the Lakers are flying in from Botswana. Yeah. <laughs> they should be favored over the Grizzlies Shut up, by, Botswana. by four yeah. and a half. I mean, and the Lakers, they're really fun.
2: They I, I said so on Twitter, fun.
1: two of my ten favorite NBA players right now are on the Lakers. It's mm-hmm. not Lonzo, although I do think, I think Lonzo, Lonzo is awesome at everything but shooting. I love Lonzo. But, but he, he had Brandon a, Ingram and... I mean, Julius mean Brandon, Brandon and Julius Randall like warmed my heart.
2: Yeah, that's an incredible lineup. Not even Kyle Kuzma?
1: Nah, Kaukuzma like Kuzma's too, main, too mainstream. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, you know I got to dig deeper. But in that Warriors game uh, the other night, we saw uh, Lonzo had a pull up from the elbow where he actually released the ball from above his head. He was in rhythm. <laughs> and he looked like a, it looked like a normal jump shot. So Lonzo if,
1: took over that overtime until the last eight seconds that man, it was all over.
2: That was such a. That was such a great game.
1: He should have dunked that
2: ball, y'all. He could have. He dunks that ball. We go to another
1: overtime. I didn't want that game to end.
2: I know we really don't talk about dunks on this podcast, but the Larry Nance dunk on Kevin Larry Durant. Larry Nance
1: murdered
0: Kevin Durant he put on him Monday in the, night.
1: He just, put him in the ground. I finally understand why Luke Walton is obsessed with playing him.
0: Man, he can jump. He's always had those great one-hand. Yeah.
2: Didn't he do Brolo last year? Blood, blood will tell, y'all. Yeah, he's got that Nance those, Junior. those good jeans. The first slam dunk champion his dad.
0: Well, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we move to our steak and eggs, I believe we have some questions from our Patreon supporters, the Croissant Questionnaire. Any questions? Um,
2: yes. Are you going to finish that croissant?
1: Knock yourself out. Uh, croissant. Croissant query numero uno. Yes. Not French. I'm going to go, I'm going to bookend it with Power Listener Monte World Peace. And neither of his are NBA related necessarily, but I feel like people want to hear a little more from us. So, boys, Monte World Peace asks Favorite Xmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. It's a very popular answer, and it's very hard to refute. Mm. I'm going to go with anything from the Shane Black Oeuvre. Because they're all Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins. Keats a deep thought.
0: I'm. will say. I'm trying not to pick the. This is an action movie that is actually a Christmas movie.
1: I'm actually going to try to
0: just stick main sh- like the actual mainstream. Right. You might see them on like ABC Family. I have a
1: horrific blind spot for these. I've never seen Miracle on 34th Street. It's a Wonderful Life. Like Christmas Story. I like. Christmas oh, Story. Is amazing. I've never seen. That? I've
0: never seen all of Christmas Story. I've seen the whole thing. It's amazing.
1: Seen. He. That's the guy who did Black Christmas. Really. which is maybe my favorite christmas movie. I'm going to I'm going
0: to break type instead of picking a older classic, I'm going to pick a newer classic. I don't care what people say. I think Elf is incredible.
2: Elf is great. It's, I adore Elf. It's great. Shocker, guys.
0: Hated it when no, he runs into the it. narwhal, so great in the first like all that stop motion animation at the beginning. So amazing, Bob Newhart, all that stuff. It, kill, it killed me,
1: Bob Newhart, does Peter does rule. Dinklage, also Jimmy Peter, Peter rules. Dinklage,
0: I mean, it's like, it's like, yes, it's now become the manic pixie dream girl stereotype, right. but like that Zoe Deschanel is uh-huh. perfect in it.
1: I've uh, never done big, this before, but big big we're not saying Elf. the word Peter Dinklage without singing the damn song. <laughs> I have a Dinklish. game of thrones if you want it. Scones
2: scones even? Yeah, we can do scones. Oh, all right. Jumping ahead. Game of scones. Okay, here we go. We're uh, like,
0: this is inception. We are three segments inside of a segment.
1: That dreidel is a spinning, mm-hmm. Monica yeah, fans.
2: So. so uh as we all know, uh recently the Lakers retired two numbers in the rafters for one, Kobe Bean Bryant. Uh, those numbers being 8 and 24. Yes. Ironically, Kobe has made, ironically, Kobe has shot 8 for 24 the most times in the history of the NBA. Wow. Well, oh, nice. So there are 10 other players that shot 8 for 24. You're talking exactly 8 for exactly 24. Exactly 8 I for <laughs> 24. <laughs> That's amazing. So <clears throat> there are uh, exactly t- uh, 11 players, uh, Kobe plus 10 more. This is great. You guys are going to guess who the players are. Yes. Uh and for an extra point you're going to guess how many times they did it. <laughs> That's impossible. So <laughs> Kobe has done it 7 times. Okay, and he's tied for first place with one. Um and the the least amount of uh 8 for 24s is 4 on this list. If you need a hint, I'll give you the 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 years that that player accomplished those. All right, I'm going stat first. Stat lines first.
1: Allen Iverson.
2: That is correct. Uh, for the extra point, how many times did he do 8 for 24? Seven times. No. Duh! Uh, between 1999 and 2005, he did it four times. Son of a... Okay. Keith. I'm going to go with Jerry
0: Stackhouse.
1: That is a negative.
0: Oh, okay. I don't want to miss it. All right, strike for me.
1: I'll go with one, the only... Alex English. Let's see if it's him.
2: That's a negative.
1: Oh, I just wanted to keep the streak of guessing Alex English alive on the podcast. <laughs> Chuck did it. Chuck's done it. I've done it. Keith you got to do it sometime.
2: These are all players where you go, okay, makes sense. I'm
0: going to go Stefan Marbury.
2: That's a negative.
1: Man. Russell Westbrook. Another negative. Wow. What? How many strikes do we get here? It's
0: two strikes a piece. I don't want to strike out.
1: Ugh. Uh, yeah. Keith Do you need to ask for a clue? We can do a
2: clue if you want one. This player uh, did it seven times, a forward, and did it between the years 1997
0: and 2003. That makes me even more nervous to go for that.
2: He also wore the number eight. Oh, can I steal? I'm going to give you five seconds, Keith. I wanna steal. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go off book and just go Gilbert Arenas. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Gilbert but Arenas. I think I got the
1: one with the clue though.
2: Well hold on to okay. it. Okay. Um that oh, Gilbert got, Arenas? No, Gilbert Arenas, how many times did he do it? Five times. Oh, so close. He did it. Four times. Uh, all right. And Funny enough, did it the most in the shortest period. He had four of these oh, between 2005 and 2006. Kobe had them in a 16-year span.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, he's baby, baby. is your firework coming out, coming back Style. with a clue. Antoine Walker seven times. That's it. Oh, Got it. Oh, <laughs> nice seven.
2: <laughs> um, Keith. All right, back to me. Yeah.
0: Eight for twenty-four. Chuckers. Chuckers. I'm coming in. I'm gonna go.
2: He stole Larry Hughes. Negative. Oh, Jock Dominique Wilkins. That is correct. Boom. How many times?
1: I'm gonna say Dominic five. Wilkins.
2: He did it five times. I he gets won. the extra point. And the, and the <laughs> I'd, already stru- I'd already struck out as well. <laughs> yeah. To to close the list, Carmelo Anthony did it six times. Of course. Of course. Uh, Baron Davis did it five times. Uh, we I would have never got. I that wasn't one. thinking about him. Clyde the Dr- the Clyde Drexler. Clyde the Dried works, too. Clyde the Dried. John Havlicek, <laughs> uh, Neek, Arenas, Elgin Baylor, and Mitch Richmond.
1: Sure. Hall of Famer. There yeah. we go.
2: So well, those are the
1: guys. Great game of scones, Chuck, but we're back to the croissant. Quickly. Croissant questionnaire.
2: We're back up a level. <laughs> back in up. The,
0: we're now in the van driving in the rain level.
1: <laughs> we are getting back into the realm of the NBA, but we're staying in that food realm as well. Justin Barrett asks... What delicacy would you dream to eat in an NBA arena? I don't care if these exist or if you want to create them, boys.
0: What? Do, oh, yeah. I will just say, if I ever make it down to see the Pelicans play with our boy Chris True, I would hope there's some form of crawfish and or gumbo I can enjoy while I sit and watch the New Orleans Pelicans, a New Orleans Pelicans game.
2: Mm. Chuck, what say you? Uh, I would love to go to Madison Square Garden and go eat some bow buns from Bow House because they have a setup there in Madison Square Garden. and Stay playing, now. Doing his, uh, his bow game, the OG bow god. I, uh, I'm just a, a minion in his wonderful world.
1: I mean, I don't think you can beat the Grizzlies-Jets pizza <laughs> rendezvous combo. Like, <laughs> I don't think that can be defeated. But I did pick one out for each of you guys. In Oklahoma City, Keith, you can get fried cheesecake or fried Twinkies. Oh. And then, Chuck, like that time I gave you acid at Bonnaroo, buckle up. The triple-double at Phoenix. Are you ready? Oh. This is disgusting. It's called the triple-double. It's a double stack of beer brat patties, beer cheese sauce, caramelized onions, and cider slaw on a butter-toasted pretzel bun stacked high. Love it. me I want it. So, yeah, that's what I want. So those yeah. are real. Wow. Those are real. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we close it out with Monte World Pieces. Very simple one-word query. Are you guys Ready? Think about this long and hard. Nachos? Yes. <laughs> All right, that's
0: good. Especially if I'm at a stadium. Perhaps maybe pour some etouffee on top of some nachos. Is that even possible? Our our boy wants seafood. He wants seafood I now. Want some Cajun style. I'm hungry. I have not eaten. Anyway, those are our croissant queries from our Patreon supporters. If you want to submit your own questions to the croissant questionnaire, you can do that by joining our support at patreon.com fastbreak breakfast. There you can also see the bonus content, some of the breakfast videos that we discussed earlier. For $3 a month, you can join the ever-popular Slack chat where we talk about basketball and movies and whatever else around the clock. So if you want to support us as we plow through our fourth season of the podcast, you can do that at patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right, steak and
1: eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? We've been talking a lot about Christmas, but I want to throw it out to our Jewish listeners and get a little Hanukkah action here. You guys heard about Kylo Quinn's new uh, second career? No. I have heard. Is he a moil? Bar Mitzvah man. <laughs> and there's no better way for me to explain it other than Kylo Quinn has decided to start going to bar mitzvahs all of the time after he went to his former agent Andy Miller's daughter's bar mitzvah. But here's in his own words. The parties are crazy. I did one, did two, and the next thing you know, I was just bar mitzvah man. A lot of times I go and I stay longer than I'm supposed to because it's so much fun. (laughs) The food's always good. (laughs) They see how much I enjoy it and they let me rock out. The parents are partying with the kids and it's a big festival. They're letting loose, having a good time, and the kids are having a great time. (laughs) Honestly, it's really nice to be a part of their culture and be down with them. God, I love Kylo Quinn. Mm. Is it fair to ask, this is kind of unrelated to the Jewish part of it, But his last name's Mm O'Quinn? How? I mean, I'm sure. I hate to tell you about uh, the history of slave names, but I guess this is how we're going to go down this road. Yeah. (laughs) I
2: I doubt he has, like, ancestral
1: family in Donegal, Ireland. Right. But, I mean, this is just another lovable Nick. The most lovable team of all. They are.
0: This year is the backwards year where the Lakers and Knicks Knicks? are super fun. (laughs) And the Sixers. Oh, the Sixers are incredible. Pistons are fun. What's going on? People don't. I guess I never really did. I always liked the Pistons, so I don't think of them. Another, Another name I always had a question about, Sean Kilpatrick.
1: Hmm. I I can't go down the slave name road with you no, anymore. That's basically I can't. What it is. <laughs> yeah. The southern history books, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing
0: what they taught me in Tennessee. Right. Or or did or did not. <laughs> All right. My best thing. This was almost going to be an apology until I remember Jeff Green. Alex Lynn has been transformed into, at the very least, a fantasy god. What's going on? He's gotten run. The Suns could be putting together. A little win streak, if you look at their schedule, it isn't that hard after upsetting the Timberwolves. I, I mean, I threw it out earlier. If Alex Lynn played Carl Anthony Towns every night, he might be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> he had 13, 19, and six assists. He's been putting up assists a lot like the last few games.
1: That could go for like Ed Davis, though. It could this be is, any player.
0: This is a guy who they turned, you know, they, they only gave him a qualifying offer. It seemed like they didn't want him at all. I was very disappointed when Alan Williams got hurt. Because I thought Alan Williams was way better than Alex Lynn. And it just seemed like he was a forgotten man in Phoenix. You know, they're going to try out Marquise Chris, who might be the next stromow Swift. Or <laughs> like, like Marquise Chris or Dragon Bender were going to play some center minutes. So we assumed Alex Lynn was just totally out there, but he's suddenly taken the opportunity of playing and looked pretty good. And again, the Suns. I, I, it's probably not in their interests long term to win games, but after winning a couple games, after beating the Mavs and the Wolves, they have a chance to pick up a few more wins in a row. And Alex Lynn, he is balling out. So, uh,
2: shout out to the nice uh, work, sticking eggs. Sh- shout out to the Suns fans that managed to uh, put together the money for the billboard that they just put up. Have you seen it?
0: Is this a Sarver
1: hashtag? Hashtag Sarver out.
0: Golly. they paid for a
1: billboard. That's pretty awesome, man. I love that. Between that and the triple double, we might need to make a pilgrimage to uh, Phoenix. I love. I would love to I'm go. Play scared some... of
0: Arizona as a state.
1: <laughs> you will get shot in your face if you um, don't, if you are not carrying at least three guns. You don't fit in. I am trying
2: to. I am trying to winter down there play some golf.
1: <laughs> it's cold right now. You, you and Barkley
2: Me and Will hanging out shooting skeet and <laughs> and, bu- and double bogeys on the course. So my uh, my best of the week is the almighty Chicago Bulls. Bulls. They're so good. They're so good. Bulls. was a, uh, uh, a little tidbit of information I got from Chris Herring. Uh, the Bulls just became the first team in NBA history to follow up a 10-game losing streak or longer with a winning streak of five games uh. or more.
1: And now, I think and now, it's six now, isn't well, it? Now, now it's up to six. Oh!
2: so they're on fire. Shades of Miami last year, where they started slow. Injuries kept them. Well, this year the injuries were far more hilarious for the. Nico, Bulls.
1: no pass and Mirotic y'all. Yeah,
2: Nico, iron, iron jaw, Mirodich. <laughs> uh how do we was say it? his name? Can we agree how is it Mirotic? Miritic. Miritic is how I say it. I, when I was listening to the to the Philly game they all they called him Mirotic. I just call him Glass Joe.
0: As long <laughs> as as long as you put an itch on there and not an ich, ick yeah. we're fine. Itch, yeah. Yeah. So also Chris Dunn is like good.
1: Yeah,
2: Chris Dunn's in, in playing incredibly, uh, but Marotic basically took the game over at the end last night or against the Philly the other night.
1: You know, he was telling Hoiberg, he's like,
2: you might need to sit the rookie. I might need to keep my starting spot. <laughs> what's, yeah.
1: what's the end game
0: for Miritich? Like, I thought this was his revenge. Against right. the franchise by winning, right. he's playing so well. Like, is he trying to play his way out of there? Does he like being on the team? Is this a uh, like a like a nice romantic comedy where him and Bobby Portis if, are going to end Bulls up happy sm- together?
1: If the Bulls are smart, they parlay this incredible performance into a good trade. Yeah, just get it get out from under it quickly.
2: Uh, Portis is playing great too. You can trade Portis if you want and nah, keep
1: Hoiberg loves Portis, but yeah, I the- mean, Mirodich has been fighting for minutes forever. He's never never, he's
0: never gotten. Yeah, he's never gotten consistent playing time. Uh, Shout out uh, Josh Lloyd uh, from the Locked on Fantasy Basketball podcast, who for years loves him, loves Nikola Mircic was saying this guy just has to play. Anytime he plays 30 minutes, he's great. And then they never go back to him. And so he's got a six game run. He was used incorrectly
1: for so long because they kind of throw him in there like a microwave. Hope he could be in the corner and shoot threes. That's not his game. He's a guy who can drive and create. He's a great player.
0: Yeah, I, I'm still thrown off. Are they going to win? Like,
1: are they going to win the next game? I mean,
2: I can't I keep I'm not picking them to lose
0: them. in the, uh, the the pickle pick
2: No, nah, they're it. They're my go to. They're, they're every single time cover at least. <sighs> and they're winning games. <sighs> they're That's wild. To.
1: All right, those believables.
0: Those, um, those were our steak and eggs best things. The opposite of that is the cream of wheat worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw?
2: Man, Kevin Durant. He's acting so Hollywood. He wants to be an actor. You guys know uh, when they played the Lakers on Kobe night. Do you know how uh, Kevin Durant started the evening? Do tell. Started twenty four. Started the evening five for twenty three. Right? Oh, yeah. Then hit five of his next six shots and scored twelve points in overtime with the game winner. If that's not the most Kobe thing on the <laughs> planet, we don't know what he's doing.
1: And slapping balls off backboards, Good
2: grief, <sighs> and then getting dunked on. Ugh. But yeah, oh, he's yeah. been. He's basically he 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 basically uh, took over Kobe's persona. Late 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 career persona last night, played like garbage for most of the game and then ended up taking over at the end. I don't remember I don't that. know why
1: you think that's so bad. I think
2: it's beautiful.
0: I don't remember that taking over at the end part of Kobe's
2: final.
1: Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wait,
2: fifty shots to score sixty points. That's normal.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm pretty upset about this uh no more playground pick 'em in the All Star game development. Why? You guys, heard about this? Well, they're like,
0: they're, they're, so they're not going to do it at all, or, or they're doing they're it this doing year, it Behind right? closed doors.
1: Yeah, uh, they're going to. If they do it, it's going to be behind closed doors. And what this tells me is that the players are coddled babies. They don't want to be. Who are f- afraid of scorn? Yeah, they don't want to be the last person picked. Why can't you just laugh it off and let it motivate you? Um, um, yeah, you've made the
2: all-star team, you babies. Right. Like it should be, or or it should be like a lottery. I mean, I was looking it forward to matter. this so much. You know,
0: there is. Absolutely no point of doing this draft behind closed doors if it isn't televised. Yeah, like that's the entire interesting thing. Right.
1: Like, I mean, God's sakes, put it on NBA TV
0: for the diehard. Are are they going to? Are they going to try to hide who got picked where? Right.
2: And you know it's going to leak.
0: Well, I mean, once it comes out what the teams are, Mm -hmm. we're going to be like, well, who got picked first? Who got right? Try try
1: to guess. I mean. And plus, it's going to be so funny when Russell Westbrook gets picked last. <laughs> They're robbing us of this. This
2: is all so this beautiful. Is,
1: why would they do this to us? It
2: could happen. If, if Westbrook meets the all-star team.
1: I know that wouldn't happen, but wouldn't that be amazing if Russ got picked last? He I'd would score 700 points. It would be oh, the cause, most well, cause amazing. Because you
2: know
0: he's a guy who always takes over and goes for the MVP. Yeah. yeah. So you could imagine the guy's being like, I don't want,
1: I don't want him. He's going to just ball. It's
0: hunt. like eeny, meeny, miny, moe. they got to mm. figure out, all right, I want to go. I want to pick this, yeah. So this guy goes and this guy.
1: I mean, I was looking so forward to this, and now I think it's not going to happen. And I, I think it's a huge bummer. Well, yeah, that, it's, that's pumpkin stuff. You guys need to step up. Adam over Silver's there. reign of terror continues. Well, Slugworth, you suck.
0: <laughs> my, uh, my worst thing, we actually drew lots to decide who would get to talk about this. Uh, I won and or lost. The Kobe Bryant jersey retirement ceremony coming in the midst of a national... Me Too acknowledgement of sexual harassment and Mm -hmm. sexual assault victims was really weird. Pretty tone deaf. And tone deaf, like, there's like the, I don't know, just the dissonance of this guy, Kobe Bryant, who apologized to his victim. Put out a statement. He put out a statement. And so, like, it's a very sensitive issue, and you have to deal with all that stuff about how do we divorce our you know are the people we cheer for and like do we watch woody allen movies or roman polanski movies like do we the it's art weird and the artist time to be alive. and it's what's it's weird it's always been weird in sports you're like this guy has been arrested for this or like it's it's weird you know like everyone's just on board we're just deifying kobe bryant right. we're having these these huge ceremonies and i mean i'll just read just to not misspeak about any of what he said but his words that kobe bryant wrote after the the sexual assault case he said, although I truly believe this encounter between us was consensual, I recognize now that she did not and does not view this incident the same way I did. After months of reviewing discovery, listening to her attorney, and even her testimony in person, I now understand how she feels that she did not consent to this encounter. Like that's skin crawling, awful like stuff. let's right. hard and fast. And they're like, Oh, but but he's 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 a great basketball player and let's have this huge scenario.
1: And it, it bugged me out. And make it no mistake, like, and I don't know when this Me Too thing ends, and I don't know if it ever should end, or it's really hard to fathom right now. You know, this is a, a like a game-changing moment of awareness. And Kobe Bryant deserves to have his jerseys retired, yes. or at least a jersey. Right. I, that's a whole nother discussion. And Lakers <laughs> fans deserve this night to appreciate one of their best players ever. But it just seemed really tone-deaf and really weird to have it happen right now. And right. did it have to happen right now?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I don't know, I don't know the right way to go about doing it. And it's even like something not as morally upsetting like the the PED stuff in baseball. And I don't follow mm-hmm. baseball really, but people like keeping out the Sammy Sosa's or the Barry Bonds or whatever. And I don't know the I don't know the answer to those right. questions. But it seems like those guys should be recognized for for their achievements. This isn't the place for us to talk about. We are certainly not the people to talk about it. Oh, no, no. Like, so, uh, sorry to slow it down, but it was weird, and uh, we can move on to
1: maybe a... It would have felt strange to not acknowledge it. Right. But we'll get back to... But someone
0: needed to acknowledge it in the NBA sphere. It's not us, but since I hadn't heard anybody do it, I figured, all right, we'll do it now. Anyway, let's move to Hassan Whiteside. Cox it back to Waffle House Presents. Scattered, smothered, covered thoughts. Will the Rockets ever
2: lose a basketball game. Maybe Chris Paul might be getting shut down for a bit. Is oh. it Paul or Harden? I thought Harden had some knee issues. I mean both of them
1: are banged up. So yeah.
2: if they were smart I think
1: injuries could slow them down.
2: I think uh they
1: still look so incredible. I
2: think even without uh Paul and Harden with Eric Gordon and Clint Capella playing the way they are they could probably win five be like doing the, the Moses Malones. They twenty twenties. You know they can have a winning record without those guys on the on the court for a couple of weeks. They do need to conserve themselves. Harden played with a messed up wrist all last year. I think trying to get the MVP. So that that is something they should probably think about. What's crazy is
1: like Eric Gordon's playing out of his mind. He's not even shooting that well. Like for him, right? He's he's back down like, a little bit percentage like, wise. Like from by, from behind the arc, that's the worst he's shot in ages. They've just got it going on. Like as a team in a way that's really scary. Like skinny Rhino is playing way better than he ever has. Yeah. I mean, they just got uh, those those that offseason is legendary. Yeah.
0: Who's the leader in the Jaguar Growth Hormones PED watch? Is it Eric Gordon, Tyreek Evans, Rajon Rondo, or
1: Glass Joe, Nico Morotis <laughs> regrowing <laughs> his face well, and say, becoming unstoppable? I was gonna
0: say, and now and forever
1: LeBron James.
2: Yeah. Um, you know. I don't. I think LeBron. He was he was touting himself as a. Uh, he wanted to break the mold.
1: This is like the MVP argument. We just take LeBron out of it every yeah. year for the sake <laughs> for of the, the argument. P- <laughs> I mean, you, there's, you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Just the, the how spry those guys look. Yeah, I'm like
0: I don't remember. LeBron is being so
2: fresh.
1: Chankoos look at spry. I mean, too many candidates.
2: LeBron's I mean, probably has, still can't play a back to back. is LeBron's probably most efficient season that's unbelievable! Five five he's looking great. He does this weird free throw thing now, where he takes like a back step before he shoots. You notice that? It's kind of weird. He like takes his foot back, but he's hitting his it's free throws like now. A
1: secret message to Amy Schumer. He's
2: a guy that's yeah. played with his free throw uh, shooting form so much; it it, it amazes me. Dude Sh- gets bored. I think that's what it is, and he never is great at it. Like he's never shot ninety percent. So because dude gets bored. Because he gets bored. <laughs> the. Trailblazers, the Wolves,
0: the Thunder, suddenly winning close games? Are we, is this just the ball's going to bounce their way every now and then? Are they learning? Are they growing as teams?
1: It appears that that's the only way the Thunder can win games, So, because they are <laughs> losing most of their games. Uh, for me, it's just Jimmy Butler's teaching them how to do it. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's, Butler's teaching an the Wolves how to year. do it. Yeah. It's going to be really weird when he gets left off an all-star team. Thanks to the move to the West. It's also going to be really weird when his feet fall off because he's playing 40
2: minutes a game when he doesn't need to.
1: We got to talk about Tibbs.
2: Those eight-man rotations are gross.
0: He finally like loosened it up one game in a blowout. Everyone was like really excited about it. Mm-hmm.
1: He's got players to play. I don't know what's going on. Like He is going to run the wheels off. He's the Dusty Baker of the NBA. Sh- Shabazz Muhammad's paying no minutes, pretty much. He's out well, of that's understandable, out. but you still got to use those guys some.
0: I organized a Shabazz Muhammad for James Innes trade over Twitter. Uh, shout out, Lucy, Lucifer? I don't Explain to, to me it. why
1: you would do this. Lucifer? Okay, yeah. now I understand why you would do it. No. Uh, the you want tim- unlimited
0: power. Timberwolves, they're targeting guys they could acquire. They thought maybe James Ennis would fit into the rotation. He's persona non grata in Memphis, getting DNPs on this horrible Grizzlies team, a Good team Lord. that's last in offense and defense in like the last <laughs> 20, 20 games. Uh, so they, they're like, hey, James Ennis isn't playing. Can we have James Ennis? How about Shabazz Muhammad? The $2 million that's owed to Cole Aldridge next year and a second-round pick. And I said, yes, thank you. I will take it. Okay, that's a deal. I'm all about this, grizz- this Grizzlies teardown. I guess we can dive into that in the epilogue. But
1: <sighs> I, I, you, I hope you're ready for my Stockholm Syndrome take because it's, it's on. Oh, I'm
0: excited. <laughs> I'll tell you guys all about my trip to Memphis.
1: <laughs> it, it, it was good. Were you guys saddened by uh, Paul George getting booed, or you think that's within everyone's rights as fans?
0: I thought the signs were stupid. The people who printed up like signs, that was dumb. Like as a fan, yeah, I guess you can boo, but your team's better off. You won the trade. You won the trade. Like Oladipo. Why is, are you booing? He's going to be most right. improved player.
1: I, well, I, 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 mean, I always boo guys who leave. Always, except if you win the trade, it makes your team better. And you're like, hey, we decided to trade him. He's gone. It's not really... I guess it is, in this case, of his own volition, but technically not. And you got your hometown boy, Oladipo, and the aforementioned beautiful, despite his terrifying father, Sabonis. What's, yeah, I mean, what's not to
0: love? I do feel bad for the Pacers blowing uh, the, the Thunder game and then they blowing either? the subsequent Celtics game in heart-wrenching fashion yeah terry rozier the, the coming back from what 19 down taking the lead and then just turning the ball over for no reason Ugh, that, that was rough
2: well you're speaking of a, a fan base that knew they won the trade when a player came back and it was mellow when he went back to madison square garden oh man they gave him a round of applause there's a smattering of booze in
1: there but they you know they showed michael Beasley taking and his lunch money bees indy fans do you really want to be like less classy than like Knicks fans? Is that your look? And then there was also, I know there's people differ on the video package and stuff. They, and, and you could say, hey, look, for those who don't know, the Pacers played a video package of Pacers legends. Right. And sure, all those guys were retired, which is your argument against uh, the, you, Paul George. Paul George shouldn't be, you know, he, they weren't, they weren't, uh, you know, smiting him. However, they didn't have to play that package the night he returned.
0: Apparently, they, mm-hmm. they play the video every night. The most recent player is Jalen Rose. Oh, they play it every night? They play it every single night. Kind of That was Royce Young for ESPN and Covers the Thunder was just being, I don't know.
1: Well, I heard about it everywhere. Being
0: crazy on Twitter, being like, what disrespect. Can you believe they showed clips at this Pacers game of the movie Hoosiers? Paul George
2: was not included.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, just ignoring him. The elephant in the room.
2: They just focus on Jimmy Chitwood. Yeah, they're Jimmy like Chitwood, Chitwood and
0: like, like they, what they should have done How is- How uh, you
1: show Teen Wolf without, they they Paul should, George's as, <laughs> without Paul George wearing his dick nose shirt.
0: They, sh- they should have superimposed Paul George's face on the, the team they're playing. On that mm-hmm. Oscar Robertson team uh, that, they, that they actually played. <laughs> now that would be some real uh, Pacers in-game stuff. All right, let's move to the awards segment of the program. The International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award, given out each week to the worst performance in a box score. We had a the doozy of a week.
2: Big boy games.
0: A lot of, lot of big boy games. We have just a few honorable mentions you really had to do something to, to stand out this week. So, Tyler Johnson, honorable mention, 0 for 9. Tobias Harris, 2 for 14. Alan Crabb, 3 for 15. Ken Sane, Clown Posse, 4 for 17.
1: Kinsane in the brain. As you
0: guys say some week, them's winning numbers.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, our four nominees, as they occurred chronologically through the week. Russell Westbrook in a win. This is the, uh, the Paul George return home game mm. and a win against the Pacers. Russell Westbrook was three for 17. However, 10 points, 17 boards, 12 assists, five turnovers, no personal fouls. Maybe Play try
2: defense every now and then.
0: That's a, that's a ridiculous stat line. Mm-hmm. Bobco, Robert Covington in a loss. To the Thunder.
2: Wait, we're gonna make sure he didn't have any personal tragedy in his life. We,
1: we need go. to find. Oh, oh. so, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna Google that real quick. Go
2: ahead. Four for twenty-one.
0: Four for twenty-one. Big boy numbers. Eleven points, ten boards, two assists, three steals, two blocks, two turnovers, three personal fouls. Filled it up. Right, we got two more guys. Clay Thompson on Kobe Bryant Appreciation Night, pulling off the Kobe. The six for twenty-four. Mm. Not only did Durant dance around with the 6 for 24, Klay Thompson actually ended up with one. 17 points, 10 boards, 2 assists, 2 turnovers, 3 personal fouls. And then, Will the Thrill Barton in another loss to the Thunder. The Thunder have been winning games. I don't know if you guys have noticed. <laughs> a lot of close games. A lot of teams falling fallen apart. But in this game, playing without Emmanuel Moutier and having to do a little bit of point guard work, Will Barton was 2 for 15. Oof. 6 points, 7 assists, only 1 turnover. One rebound. So, we have Russell Westbrook, 3 for 17, but 10, 17, 12, and 5 turnovers. Robert Covington, 4 for 21, 11 points, 10 boards. Clay Thompson, 6 for 24, 17 and 10, though. And Will the Thrill, 2 for 15.
2: Well, last week, although going 4 for 21 is dangerously close for an automatic Chuck I shop vote. Yeah. If you're 4 for 20... You're getting it from me. I don't yeah, care. Understood. Understood. Um, this, very good system. It's a, it was a very good system. Uh I, I'm. Last week, I wanted to do this, and we got. I got naysayed. Back to back weeks of triple double uh, putridness with Russell Westbrook. I think it is imperative that as a podcast we <sighs> coalesce around this idea that you can have a triple double and still play an awful game. Uh I can't do it. I don't want to do it either. You guys are trash bags. The five,
0: the five turnovers, no personal fouls is really bad. Yeah. You guys are trash 17 backs. boards, 12 assists. I can't do it. I'm throwing my weight behind Bob Covington, who I believe earned it with a 4 for 21.
1: I think, you know, we, we let Bob off the hook once. We can't do it twice. <sighs> I like how you think, John. Got to do it. Also, Fine. he's been... Killing my fantasy team. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. you, you got to
2: leave that outside. I know. I've got to leave that car, outside buddy. the door. In the, in the car.
0: Oh, the Clay Thompson also, 6 for 24
2: on Kobe night. That's pretty good. That great. is
0: impressive. <laughs> All right. So, Bob Co, congratulations on your International Stackhouse of Pancakes award. All right. Before a Grizzlies epilogue, Par Fadeaway, what are we looking forward to in the coming week?
1: It's. Holiday time. Holiday Christmas. And Christmas. nothing is better than the NBA on Christmas Day. It is our Super Nothing Bowl. starts at 11 a.m., y'all. Mm. <laughs> uh. 76ers at Knicks. Cavs at Warriors. At two. At two. Are you hearing me? During the day. Wizards at Celtics. Rockets at Thunder. Wolves at Lakers. Those games all rule on the same day. They're be great.
0: I'm looking forward to the conference. The balance of power in the conferences. You know if the playoffs would have started yesterday, it would have been the Western Conference getting the benefit of having a team with the worst record get in as the eight seed. Like the Heat and the Knicks and the Sixers had better records than the Thunder. Yeah. But they would have been screwed, left out. Mm-hmm. meanwhile a 500 thunder team would have gotten the playoffs so i think it's interesting after all these years of let's get rid of the conferences let's just take the top 16 teams which i still think they should do yeah. even though schedules will never be balanced take the top 16 but if the playoffs would have started uh just a day ago it would have been the western conference benefiting this time from having the worst record so
2: but I, i'm enjoying that um both conferences the um the 8th seed and ninth seeds are, are both uh, basically four and a half games out of the 4th seed having home court in right. the first round. So there's uh, a log jam. We've got our healthy middle class thriving. And uh, it's looking like we're going to have a fun run towards the playoffs in the second half of the season. And we're
0: starting to reach some separation, which transitions nicely to the Grizzlies' epilogue as they slip slide to the bottom and they cannot catch up. Can we do a dirge? Yeah, well we, just, we've, I believe we've already done that pretty much. Dirge is anyway. Is real. Uh, if you want to support our program, do that at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast or transform your transform your shaving game at harrys.com slash fast break. You can follow us on Twitter at fast break break, like us on Facebook. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. All right, Grizzlies epilogue. So I went to the Celtics game.
1: Okey dokey on mm. Saturday
0: night. I gotta say it's a really odd experience being there in person and and knowing in your head you want them to lose.
1: That but, is odd. But
0: then your heart, you're like, I want them to win. You can't do that. Yeah, it's tough. I will say it's a strange place going to a press conference. Yeah, there's like five people. In those post game press conferences, there's no one there.
1: How many there used to be during the winning days?
0: I mean, I've been to some playoff games and it'd be like, you know, t- like 20, 30. There's never that many, but it really is the experience of.
1: So imagine how many you were at the Celtics game. Right. Imagine how many there would have been had you gone to the Hawks game.
0: I heard there I'm was gonna- three. <laughs> Mm. But it's so funny like I actually, you know, I actually popped in a question cuz I felt like I had to. There was five people there. It's really like I finally watched La La Land this weekend mm. and if you've seen there's a scene where she puts on her own play, like a one woman show and then the lights come the house lights come up and there's there's six people in the audience. That's a Grizzlies press conference. <laughs> like there's Ugh. no Chris Wallace said some things that Memphis people are taking as disparaging about like I'm not worried about the Memphis media when you've been in Boston. Yeah, Boston brought more people to the Grizzlies game. Then Grizzlies had covering the team, like local people. There was no one in the media section. It was yeah. it was crazy.
1: Well, between that and the Lorenzen Wright story, it can't oh, get much. Man. Can't before I like rebound into my like complete cognitive dissonance where I'm starting to enjoy watching the Grizzlies again. I have to bring up. So they've arrested Lorenzen Wrights. Like it's not ex wife, but wife, widow, widow for murder. Uh, I wonder why what the evidence was. Could it be that she has written a book called Mr. Tell Me Anything, which I will now read the description of? Falling in love with the same man of her dreams over and over again was not a difficult task for Sharon Robertson. She had cherished Mr. Tell Me Anything so long that her fragile heart didn't even know how to love him. After six years, the couple settled into a troubled marriage. Despite the inherited challenges of parenting and relating to their obvious differences, they continue on. With the constant chaos surrounding women, new acquaintances, family, and greed, their efforts would soon appear to ultimately be in vain. Combined with the newfound lies and deception, she finds herself questioning his commitment. Her belief in true love propels her to fight for what she had envisioned from the start. But despite her nurturing efforts, corruption and deceit took their stable places in his life. A breaking point is reached. She makes a life-altering decision. Does it work out for her good? Did all his lies finally catch up to him? Would he or she pay the ultimate price?
0: That was not the elevator pitch.
2: No.
1: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. No. She she went
0: full OJ. Did you see that weird? She wrote uh, a fiction interview. She did story of of what If if I did it? What if I hired someone to murder? But now that the charges are. That she was there.
1: Yeah. This is
0: insane. And, and she told her the story, because she told the cops all the stuff, like, oh, yeah, he left to go buy drugs with a bunch of drugs. Like, That's probably all false. <laughs> Man. <gasps> of, what were you going to say? The video? No,
2: he, he, she was interviewed on video, and it was, like, blood-curdling to watch. She was asked specifically, were you involved in the murder of, uh, of your husband? And she says, I am three things, a mother, <laughs> a wife, and an author. And whatever happens... Happens or something to that effect. It was crazy. (gasps) And she wouldn't say,
1: no, I did not kill my husband.
2: It was insane.
1: Well, I'm glad they have Cluzo on the case in Memphis, apparently. But it's finally over. But back to the Grizzlies. I. You said you were getting some Stockholm syndrome. What do you mean? I am enjoying watching Marc Gasol play really well with the worst players ever yeah, in this last season with well, the he Memphis. had
0: one really good game he's been still bad
1: it's <laughs> still funny though to watch him throw these unreal like passes that's the thing i'm getting into is the, the crazy passes to a guy and he just looks away because he knows it's not going in mm-hmm. that I, is incredible to watch
0: to, to wrap up for the grizzlies this is where it was a weird place for me to be because before this season i didn't think they should tank Right, but for anyone still on the fence of whether or not the team should try to lose now, and Mark Gasol has said, Mark Gasol called a summit, yeah, where he told all these stories of like it was it was a a Thunder game last a, a Jazz game last year where I believe he won the iShop award where he was four for twenty two, mm. where Fisdale blamed the game on him and Mike Conley, and Mark was really offended about blaming the game on people. Like he's like, you know, he's more of basketball is a process. It's all about how you play, not what actually happens. Anyway, it's a garden. So. Marquessall is very opposed to the idea of if they're going to start sitting me and holding me out. Right. That's not a thing I want to be a part of.
1: But forty-one minutes ago, Yahoo just ran a story saying he's going to ask for a trade.
0: Right while so, we were doing this. So I think you, I think you you've got to tank it because as a Grizzlies fan. Yes. And it's
1: a great opportunity
0: to It's tank. a great opportunity. It's the last chance. Tank. It, it was fun to keep up a playoff streak, and I supported that. But when that's gone, and honestly, it's gone, no, it's like, like you can't catch the teams ahead of you are better than you. Mm-hmm. Even like the Lakers, who, like, you know, you, you think when Mike Conley gets back, you're better than the Lakers, but they got several games on you, and they're, they're not tanking because mm-hmm. they don't have their draft pick. So, like, that's just another team you have to catch. The Grizzlies have already paid, and the fans have already paid, like, now seven weeks of pain. Mm-hmm. I've already invested seven weeks of pain of feeling bad, of mourning like, oh, it's over, this team's terrible. Now we have the chance of chasing a top draft pick. Right. right. And even if you want like even if you can keep Mark and Mike around, even if you don't want to go full blow it up, which I They I, have a chance
1: to tank without getting rid of their two best players. Right, to reboot it, to do the Spurs thing. That's the real conversation to me is yeah, to do the Spurs thing. So I feel like you don't trade Mark. I you think somehow if you somehow make him not you somehow make him not care if he needs to sit or whatever, honestly, God, I mean, he's going to get hurt if you play. Well, what you've got to
0: do, I think personally is you try Tyreek Evans for anything. Yeah, you got to money ball him out of there so he just can't be played. Right. Mm-hmm. So you money ball him out of there for anything. I mean, if I, if a Timberwolves blogger wants James Ennis for a second round yeah. pick, let's move James Ennis for a second round pick anywhere.
1: All these wings are not coming back.
0: Right. And so then if you have Mark Gasol with like, okay, teach Dylan Brooks how to play, teach Kobe Simmons how to play, I can get behind this, and they're going to lose. Like,
1: best-case scenario... The only... could be good again next year if they play this right. Yeah,
0: like, you could get a Luka Doncic and then roll, roll Doncic, it back I with the last couple years off. of Mike and Mark. That's oh, best-case oh, yes. scenario. You've paid your pain. Now you have the chance of reinvigorating your franchise. And your your option, the flip side of that is, chase the playoffs, and you will certainly be bad for the next several years. Mm-hmm. So that's how that, that helped me get there.
1: Here's, what sucks I is, is we'll probably end up there. trading Mark for... Pennies on the dollar and not do what you just described. Here's right. my.
2: Here's my uh, 30, don't say Chris Wallace will hit you. 30,000 <laughs> 30, feet above the, the situation view on this. Uh, they don't have to try to tank. Exactly. Because they are bad. I agree and they Correct. can make they could try to win every single game and they're they're going to be at the bottom 5 of the league.
0: No no, I'm saying if they try to win every game I'm worried they're going to be 8th or ninth.
2: Yeah. yeah. Like, the, I, was, you know, I don't I think was they have the skill they beat for the that. Hawks. I don't think they have the roster for this. I think this has been a a low-key slick tank all season when you d- decided to make Tyreek Evans and, you know, Ben Mclemore, your wings that are getting the most tick.
1: When you, I, we don't say Ben Mclemore on this podcast. Anymore.
2: When you went away from Zeebo and and Tony Allen, no, it you're, was you're deciding. Yeah. Marc Mar-
0: Gasol mentioned he, now that he's like started mentioning them by name all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's
2: kind of it's kind of crazy.
0: But yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I don't think it's a secret tank, but I think now that Chris Wallace is lying and he knows it's over, even though he says it's not over, he has to be lying because no one hopefully is that insane. <laughs> Alright you guys, thanks for supporting the program. Uh we out. Arrive
1: right, safely. Yeah, no apologize for being GNG. Man, break, break, man. You understand? <laughs>